Hello, I'm Kama Yeshi Rabge, and this is the Buddhism Guide Podcast. You can find more podcasts, blogs, videos, and guided meditation practices on the Buddhism Guide app. Download it for free from Apple Store and Google Play. If you enjoy the Buddhism Guide podcast and would like to support future episodes, you can do so for as little as $2 a month. Visit patreon.com forward slash Buddhism Guide for more information. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Buddhism Guide. This episode is called How to Reduce Your Suffering. In Buddhism, there's a practice called mind training. And within this practice, there's a section on reducing one's suffering. Suffering here means a dissatisfaction with life, an unease, a discontentment, and a feeling that life could be better. The following four methods are described in mind training as the best way to stop the suffering of all beings and bring in them, and ourselves, happiness. Of course, we have to be realistic and understand that life is not always going to be happy, and it is an unsatisfactory part of life that suffering is always lurking around the corner. However, these four methods will help to reduce our suffering and give us the tools to be able to cope with whatever comes our way. The first method is accruing mental stability. We have to take responsibility for our actions and ensure we act in a way that will help and not harm ourselves and others. This can be achieved by practicing the ten helpful acts and refraining from the ten harmful acts. Let's look at the ten harmful and helpful acts. The first harmful act is killing or causing others to kill. A helpful way to act is with compassion and kindness. The second harmful act is stealing or taking what has not been given. A helpful way to act is with generosity and giving. The third harmful act is sexual misconduct. That means harming someone with the sexual act. A helpful way to act is with self-control. The fourth harmful act is lying. And a helpful way to be is truthfulness. The fifth harmful act is divisive speech. Speech that divides people. And a helpful act is kind speech. Speech that will bring people together. The sixth harmful act is harsh words. And a helpful way to be is using pleasant, kind, helpful words. The seventh harmful act is idle talk or gossip. And a helpful way to be is just use words that are going to be helpful for people and not try to harm people. The eighth harmful act is covetousness, desire for things we do not have. 
and the helpful way to act is with contentment. Be content with what we have. Look at the things around us and just embrace the things we need and just let go of our greed. The ninth harmful act is ill will. Thinking harmful thoughts about someone. And the helpful way to be is obviously goodwill. Having good, helpful thoughts about someone. The tenth harmful act is having inappropriate views, which is not understanding impermanence, cause and effect, non-self and suffering. The helpful act is having appropriate view, which means understanding that nothing is permanent and nothing just happens. Things happen through a series of causes and conditions. Also, understanding that there is no permanent solid self and our thoughts, emotions, feelings, experiences and our bodies are in constant flux. And finally, understanding that life brings suffering from birth, old age, sickness and death. But remember, we can reduce this suffering by following these four methods from the mind training practice. If we adhere to the ten helpful acts, we'll be helping ourselves and others. We will also be mentally calm, as we will not be tormented by past unacceptable behaviour. The second method is, acknowledge harmful deeds. If we have committed any of the ten harmful acts, we should acknowledge that fact. We don't need to go to a priest or guru or even tell our friends and family. But we do need to acknowledge the mistake to ourselves. This acknowledgement should not be taken lightly. And we must be totally honest with ourselves and not try to justify our actions. We have to mean it and promise to refrain from such an act again. This acknowledgement should not be used to beat ourselves up or to feel guilty. Neither of these are helpful. We've made a mistake or done a harmful act. We have acknowledged it, made a mental note not to act in that way again and learned a valuable lesson. Now it's time to let go and move on. The third method is removal of external hindrances. Sometimes we come across hindrances whilst practicing meditation and mindfulness. Like we're too busy and can't find the time or place to practice, our friends want us to go out, or we feel trapped by social media such as Facebook, WhatsApp, Twitter and so on. So, think about the benefits of doing meditation and mindfulness practices. Think what you're going to gain how your life will change for the better and your suffering will reduce. And this will help free yourself from any external hindrances. The fourth and final method is removal of internal hindrances. Sometimes we have inner hindrances that stop us from practicing meditation and mindfulness, such as laziness, tiredness, or strong disturbing emotions. We say things like, I can't be bothered, or I'll do it tomorrow. This is our inner voice trying to lead us astray. 
Don't listen to it. See all thoughts, feelings and emotions as impermanent and in a constant flux. And this will help you understand that what you're going through right now won't last. That will show you the time to practice is now and not at a later date. This will bring you back to the path of meditation and mindfulness. If you wish to reduce your suffering, and let's face it, who doesn't, and the suffering of those around you, follow the helpful path and not the harmful one. Acknowledge your mistakes and learn from them and do not let the external and internal hindrances push you off track. You can find more information about this and similar subjects in my books The Best Way to Catch a Snake, Life's Meandering Path and Ripples in the Stream. They're all available now on Amazon and Kindle. And don't forget to check out the Buddhism Guide app. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, the only person you can ever really know is yourself.